Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies, and we tangent. Me 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 me. <laughs> What's, What's up, up everybody? <laughs> <laughs> now, last time I listened, and you said everybody. No, you said everybody. <laughs> no, you did. What's up, everyone? That's what you said. What's up, everyone? Because I I listened to the last one, and I was quiet, and I was like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She made me feel dumb. <laughs> well, eggs on my face <laughs> right You're now. Welcome. You're welcome. A uh, little bit of a different setup, guys. We're in a bathtub. <laughs> Remember? Remember? Let's get in the bath and panic. Um, <laughs> and we're already there. Yeah. Last week we mentioned we were going to be doing this at my parents' house. Here's the thing. There's a lot of equipment. There is very stressful. There's lights. There's cameras. There's There's action. (laughs) And you guys always are like, um, give me like advice and how can I do it? But there's just fucking so much. Yeah. I wish I could. But Um, there's a lot. And a lot of it. I don't know how to explain. Shane does so much of it. He's really manager, producer, all of the things. So he put everything in my car. So normally when I walk downstairs to record, (laughs) it's just up. And I'm like, wow, amazing. (laughs) And so when I got in my car at my parents' house and I went to get it out, I'm like, oh, my God, none of this is up. It's like all (laughs) folded in on itself and the wires aren't attached. I don't know what to do with this. this Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, my God. It's like when you um, have to put something together, but you lose the instructions and then it's like all the pieces. I never looked at (laughs) it. I just looked at the assortment of stuff and was like, this isn't something (laughs) that I want to tackle. No. 
that alone is enough to make you stressed out. So here we are. Yeah, that's what happened is like as as we're getting everything set up, the one piece I forgot is the piece that connects the camera <laughs> to the tripod. A little important. Yeah. Um, and so basically I freaked out and I'm like, we're going home because <laughs> I need Shane Pack to it help up. me. Pack it up. I'm done. Yes. So um, right now we are just praying that my children don't wake up. Yeah. Because they're like right here and right here. Yeah. Um, I told you, petite bathroom. You probably <laughs> can see the doorknob and the sink all in the shot. Who cares? Yeah. Not me. Get over it. We're in the tub for a reason. <laughs> yes. And that reason... So you guys can ask us about our buttholes. <laughs> you know how everyone's saying that Billie Eilish like sold out because now she's wearing different clothing? Because women can't change their mind. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So we it's sold exactly- out. We sold our, our buttholes to Tushy. I've been doing it. <laughs> um, Sierra would like to make a PSA about Here's a Tushy. PSA. Okay. So Tushy is the company... Okay, well, let's just, we talked about bidets. Yeah. We put a TikTok up about them. Tushy immediately commented. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. They were like, we'll send you some bidets. They're like, you stand to wipe? (laughs) Let me make sure you sit. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to change your entire butthole experience. Yeah. So they went all out. They sent us bidets. They sent us... um, Travel bidets. Travel bidets, which look like... (laughs) Like little um, children's like sippy cups, but for your butthole. Yeah, <laughs> and you just kinda, on the go. Yeah, I don't know if you stick it. In. <laughs> I don't think. I don't so. think so either. But yeah. I. But it's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it's it an is exciting, exciting option. Yeah. Do but you think they, if I don't use it on my butt and it's still full of water, I could use it like a football player <laughs> for sure? Yeah. Okay. I don't see why not. Yeah. <laughs> if it never touches your boo-hoo. <laughs> my, my boo-hoo. <laughs> Anyway, so anyways, um, I wanted to go see because she told me about the idea of the shirts Mm -hmm. and I was like, that's so cool. I'm going to look on their website. Here's a PSA. The company's name is Tushy. The website is hellotushy.com. If you try to go to just tushy.com, you will see anal porn. Just, just a little PSA. So that was uh, shocking for me at 8 a.m. <laughs> and yeah. I was like... By the way, this is not sponsored by Tushy. We just really like... Or <laughs> We just really like talking about buttholes. No, I and think poop. this is the coolest thing that any... Hey, if yeah. you want me to talk about your products, send me a fucking <laughs> butthole t-shirt. <laughs> I asked Corey if I could wear this to my baby shower. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sure, okay. I want to wear it always. Ask me about my butthole. I think the only place I won't wear it is like an amusement park someday. Church. <laughs> I'll wear it to church. Yeah, me too. Care. I think it should be talked about more in church. <laughs> this is not the church drama podcast, by the way. No, but we will do that. And it's not the Enneagram one. It's Mother's Day, obviously. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. To us. Yes. Congrats. We we're, did it. We're Snoop Dogging it. We're like, I'd like to thank me. For me. <laughs> yes. For doing all the things that I do. Yeah. Um, we were going to do an Enneagram episode this week and then we remembered it was Mother's Day and we were like, you know what? Let's talk about parenting stuff because even Let's though we did do break. Yeah, we did do a pregnancy one. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can do more. Yeah. There's more to talk about. Yeah. And parenting because it- I know more now mm-hmm. and I think we're entering a really unique stage with you having a huge age gap between your kids. Yeah. And, and you having a very short <laughs> one. Very tiny. <laughs> very small one. Yeah. That is and exciting. siblings entering the chat. Yeah. 
I think enters a whole new realm of um, processing and trying to navigate some some shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. Navigating shit. I feel that. Yeah. Speaking of siblings. <gasps> I are have... you doing that? <laughs> Do you want to? Yes. Guys, Sierra found out the sex of the baby like two days ago. Here's the thing. I have an incompetent cervix. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, there words. Go, go figure. Everyone was like, "What isn't incompetent about this?" <laughs> no, but they think it's possible. I I don't know if you guys know this. I'm sure I've said it multiple times. But I went into preterm labor with Noah. Um, but I was able to hold him in there. I really put a plug up in that bitch. And yeah. <laughs> no, she I was ke- on bed she rest. Kegled him right in place. <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Don't you." <laughs> Um, but I don't want to go on bed rest again. So my new doctor is taking things very seriously. She's like, we're just going to check and make sure that, um, nothing's happening early, Mm -hmm. which means I get ultrasounds every two weeks from 15 weeks to 28 weeks, which is super cool because I get to see the baby. And this time they were like, do you want to know what's in between its legs right now? (laughs) So I know. And I didn't tell Jerry because I wanted to wait. It's a surprise. I have a guess, but I don't know if I want to guess. Don't guess because I can't. <laughs> I won't be able to hold my face. Do you want me to open it? I want you to open it. Did you lick it closed again? <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh, I didn't know we were going to allow anyone watching me hold the microphone with my knees while I try and open this because this bitch licked it closed. I didn't know we were going to be in a, like a, a situation like this. What? What do you mean? Oh, fair enough. I told you there was going to be a bigger bathtub. Yeah, and I didn't know that we were going to be holding the mics. That's true. Me neither. Um, some ASMR. ASMR for your bitches. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, 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 wait! Is it the picture? It's a picture. Oh my god! 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 It's a girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. I'm so happy. I knew it. I knew. I knew it. I don't know. Oh, wait, wait. I want to show you this. Well, I don't know. We really like, I bought her her first gift. (gasps) Yay. It's called A is for Awesome. 23 Iconic Women Who Changed the World and Little Feminist Book Set. I knew. I knew. You were talking to me today. Sierra was um, processing. I almost slipped and told you. I almost slipped and told you. I know exactly when you did because you were having an impassioned, empowering, I am choosing me moment. And I'm like, this bitch is going to raise a strong ass daughter, isn't she? That's why she's doing this right now. She's like, I'm doing it for my baby girl. I was literally, while I was having that like epiphany, I was going to say, I have to do this because now I have a daughter coming into the world. You guys, this is we have all boys. Yes. Like we have a lot of girl cousins, but then we all had boys. So yes. she is gonna be she's just gonna be the little girl. <laughs> boys. That's her vagina. I know, her first scratch. <laughs> oh, how very Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, and I won't shame her for it, honestly. No. She didn't know. <laughs> it was against her consent, and that is kind of wrong. Yeah. You guys I'm not gonna show you. No, it's it's very <laughs> private. It's for my friends and family only. <laughs> My eyes only. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Also, the person who wrote this. Oh uh, yeah, she, ha- <laughs> she honestly had a mild stroke. <laughs> the scribbles. The only reason I she knew it did a smiley face with a tongue out. 
only reason I knew it said girls because that's very clearly a G. But, but the, it looks like World War One. G World War One is what it looks like. I almost cut that off just so you can just see the picture. Oh, I didn't even look at there. the picture. Yeah. All I saw was the G at the bottom and I was like, <laughs> if I squeal it's a girl and this is just someone writing their initials at the bottom <laughs> to sign off on it, I'm going to feel so stupid. That's what, when we opened it, so they put yeah. it in a little envelope. I'll mm-hmm. put it right there. Did they lick it closed? She did. <laughs> and then COVID, weird. I know. Well, so because it's not my, Corey's only allowed to come to one of my ultrasounds, which is the 20 week one, which is fine. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to this one alone. And that's why I was like, don't tell me, yeah. put it in an envelope and I'll take it home and then we can open it together. Yeah. And I'll be excited. I'm not into the gender reveal thing. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that. But, <clears throat> but this was a way that we could find out together and it would be. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, I did the same thing. I looked at it and then I screamed, it's a girl. And then I was like, wait, actually give it to me because I didn't read it fully. And if I'm just squealing that, it's a boy. Yeah. I'm going to feel like an ass. How did Corey react? Um, well, <laughs> this is for your future daughter. How did he react? He was so excited. No, so he's very, he just doesn't have reactions to yeah. things. He was just like, he just said, I knew it. And I was like, I knew it. You, do you want to know why he knew it? Because his family all of his only family. makes girls. <laughs> all of his brothers have daughters. Yeah. 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 Part of me was wondering if it would be a, this is why I needed to is know that Corey's what you reaction. thought it was? What? Is, did you think it was a girl? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a girl based on how you were acting. Yeah. Even though she was like, I can't talk to you for the next two days. No. Um, and we have barely spoken. And when she has spoken to me, it's almost been like she is annoyed with me. <laughs> She's <laughs> almost been like, I can't even look at you. No emotion. Yeah, it was, it was very like yeah. deadpan when she <laughs> talked to me. I had to. And I was like, I, just let her be like that because you always ruin every surprise. Let it just happen. Because I knew that if you guessed it and I would not be able to, I would be like. Ugh. And I knew, <laughs> I, I knew earlier whenever we were talking and you were like all like fired up. But at the same time, you just have been fired up. Lately. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this could just be her coming into her own. But I had a feeling. But the reason I wanted to know what Corey's reaction was, mm-hmm. was because. I felt like he would have a bigger reaction if it was a boy because it would have been the first boy yeah. and like carrying on the I think last that's name what and stuff. He, I don't think he said it and neither one of us like wanted one or the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. We truly were just like, we don't care. Yeah. And a baby is a baby to yeah. us. But um, I think he was, I think he almost expected that it would be a boy. Really? It, yeah, because every time I said, I have I'm been like saying... burping into the microphone, sorry. <laughs> no, do it. We're in the I fucking know. bathtub. Uh, well, this is... We wanted to do mamosas. mamosas. I mean, mamosas. <laughs> Here's got orange juice and Sprite, and mine is orange juice and wine. It's not... It's not champagne, champagne. so it's, it's kind of weird. Different. Yeah, it's, it's different making me sure. have different gastrointestinal <laughs> distresses. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, so But, yeah, so... Um, he, I have been saying, I told Jerry this, that's why I was like, she's going to fucking know. Because if I acted like it was a big surprise, like that I was surprised, Mm -hmm. then I think you would have known if it was a boy. I've been saying since I was pregnant, like. I told you the minute. Yeah. I was like, it's a girl. Mm -hmm. I feel it's a girl. Plus my pregnancy. I know this is people are like, it's a myth, but my pregnancy is so different yeah. this time around. Yeah, but my my pregnancy was polar opposite. That's true because you thought Forrest was a girl. Yeah, I because was of shocked that. that he was a boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exciting. I know. So I'm just I don't know. It's yeah. weird to think about. Yeah. I never picture myself as a mom of a girl. Ever. I 
me neither. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I've known you as a mom to a boy for so long. <laughs> but like, if there's anyone I want raising a girl, it's you. I know. Yeah. That's what my mom said too. She was. I was like, she's gonna be such a badass. Mm-hmm. She's. And by the way, psychics are real. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that psychic <gasps> told me yes. that I was going to get pregnant. And then I was having an anatomy scan in June, which yes. I'm going to, and that it was going to be a strong, smart little girl. Yes. And I was like, I am both of those things, and so will my daughter be. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we'll manifesting. Be my daughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was one of the. That was one of our manifestations as well. <gasps> that it was a. That it was a girl. That you were going to have a baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, remember when we did the the couples um, the bonus episode, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Manifestation is real, people." That was right before Sierra found out she was pregnant, and that's one of the things we manifested. Yeah, that was crazy. How are your grades? Um, decent. <laughs> I was gonna say you could <laughs> not decent, de- like decent. Oh, you can't. That's not a good time to, you know, Deez. abbreviate. <laughs> um, yeah, like A's and B's. You're gonna be on the dean's list then. You think? That's that's what the dean's list well, is. We'll see. <laughs> Here's open. I have two more finals today. Oh, fair enough. Fair so, enough. Um, before we get into more talk, I do want to say, like, this is not always a super happy time for moms. And, like, as two people who have suffered miscarriages and struggled to get pregnant, um, we just want to acknowledge anyone out there who is grieving the loss of either uh, a pregnancy or a child or... Or a mom, yeah, a maternal figure. Like we just want to acknowledge you and acknowledge the fact that this is not that this is a, a time for reflection and grieving as well, and yeah. longing. Yeah. Absolutely, um, yeah. You know, I, well, you said it all, but yeah. <laughs> I was going to continue. Is, it's but hard. You did it's it. really hard. It was. I actually had my one of my miscarriages on Mother's Day, so yeah. I know that was. But again, I don't know. I just. And like we said in in one of our past episodes talking about, I think it was in the grief episode, talking about miscarriages and how um, you imagine this whole life for a child and like that is, that's a loss. Yeah. And and in those moments when you, where you're imagining your life with this baby, like you're a mom, like you're a mom from the second you see it. Literally, you're, I felt like I was from the second I started trying because yeah. that's what I told Corey. I was like, what you don't understand is you're living your life just the same. My body is already changing. I am yeah. switching up my diet so that I can try to get yeah. pregnant. I'm taking all of these vitamins. I'm t- like drinking this tea that's supposed yeah. to help with my hormone mm-hmm. levels and things. Like all of these things I'm doing for a baby that's not even existing yet. Right. I was already changing my lifestyle and my body for a baby that wasn't even there yet. So to all of you who so are doing that. Well- <laughs> <laughs> you thing in my uterus. <laughs> So to all of you who are doing that and currently in the process or experiencing uh, your first Mother's Day without um, someone that you love, we just want to say we see you mm-hmm. and um, take all the time you need, celebrate or don't celebrate in whatever way you need to, to prioritize your health. Yes. So someone had mentioned they were listening to us from the beginning and they could tell how much we changed. I thought you were going to say, for some reason, I don't know why, I thought your mouth was moving that way, they could tell how much we drank. Oh. I was like, wow. That too. I'm sober. <laughs> that too. No, um, in the beginning episodes. Oh, yeah? How they said that we, like, we've grown. Oh. But part of me wonders, I know we've gotten more comfortable. Yeah. I know we've gotten more comfortable. I know we've gotten, um, we've worked through a lot more trauma. So, like, truly. We are speaking more confidently, and honestly, I am thinking a lot less. Yeah. 
The one episode where we blanked names out, I don't think I would have blanked the names out now. Me neither. Because yeah. fuck them. <laughs> what if it was my mom? My, well, no, mine was Trump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck that one. So yeah. fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> don't fuck my mom. No, no. Um, anyway. <laughs> Someone came up to me once in high school and was like, yo, your mom's a MILF. And I was like, really? Do you want me to tell her? Like, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Do you know what someone said? As, as soon as I, I think it was my sister, but I was like, <laughs> she said my mom was a MILF. No. Yeah. Um, well, she first said, of all. like, yo, have you seen mom lately? Because <laughs> people have been talking kind of about my dad and my mom forever, especially my dad. Like the girls were like. Being in a relationship? No, just being hot was so oh, gross but anyways oh, oh. i was like your parents did were married yeah <laughs> at one point but anyways when i told taylor that i was having a girl she yeah. was like all of her friends are gonna hit on noah and i was like damn it oh <laughs> that's gonna be 10, 10 years that's what i'm saying well he's gonna be like the older old brother w- oh my god you guys want to hear a funny story <laughs> hold on here's something funny so i'm 29 and the first time that i had a baby i was 20 and both times I'm having a baby with someone who is 27. <laughs> so and you'll be 30 when that. you have yeah this one. Yep, 10 years apart. <laughs> my my baby daddies are 10 years apart. That's what I'm saying. It's very funny. That's what I'm saying. I liked older men. Yeah, and now you're like, that's been there, done that. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go the other way. <laughs> you know what? I resolved those issues. <laughs> so i'm actually good we've got different ones to tackle now um why was i talking about my mom being she was a milf i don't know because we said fucker (laughs) oh but not truly we don't mean that but why did i say why are we talking about dreams oh because you said we were growing we're growing we're learning someone said that we they can tell how much we've grown yes yes Fuck, wow. Look I really you. took you on a journey. You normally don't listen to me that well. It's the orange juice. I no, don't get this many vitamins that often. What I was going to say is part of it was because we were recording in the office, which is now the nursery. Yeah, we had to be quiet. And now I wonder if this is going to give old episode vibes oh, yeah. or if I'm just like <laughs> hoping that my kid doesn't wake up. Yeah. If at any point you just hear like yeah. what, what sounds... What? <laughs> what babies sound like? It's been ten years. Have you? Th- okay, someone knows what this is. Have you ever been around someone who likes to do a- an accurate baby cry impression? No, it's one of the most <laughs> horrific things ever. That's they'll real? like cup. The- they'll like cup their faces and they'll just like go I know exactly what you're and talking I'm about. Like, Fucking why? Why are you doing that? Why? Great. My nipples are leaking. Are you happy? <laughs> Also, did you like practice that? They Were do. you just like sitting in your room, like letting? Like, are, right. you, are you? Like, <laughs> wait, wait, are you like, wait, 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 what? Did you see that? that? My pinky was like fucked up. <laughs> you, you yeah, got it. <laughs> you're not. Oh my god, you're having a. I'm <laughs> She's going to be such a bad bitch. Yeah. Speaking of, is that, what are you going to name her? Bad bitch. <laughs> bad bitch Parsons. <laughs> she got, she got BBP. <laughs> no, I like that name. I don't know. We both like the name Sawyer, so that Cute. might be our name. That might be. That's, in, that's the highest in the running right yeah, now. Yeah, I love it. I know we do. Don't steal it. 
Because oh my you god, you have had so many guttural sounds, and that's that's the most intimidating one you have about your daughter's name. <laughs> You're like, I'm just trying to not wake your kid. I was trying to be nice. Because if yeah. I really go for it, I will shake your house. I will. It will be. <gasps> yeah. I don't know what that was. Um, I say don't steal it because I thought that Noah was a unique name. I was like, we only had like one kid named Noah in our class. And that's mm. like a, an older name. You don't hear that often. And then everyone named their fucking kid Noah after I put it on Facebook. Do you remember what so I, I said four Noah's in this class. What? Do you remember the person I kept referencing? And I was like, why am I talking about this person? Did this person even have anything to do with trees? I don't I kept saying Tom when Sawyer. You were like, oh, Tom Sawyer. Oh, I was going to tell you, but I couldn't tell you <laughs> because I was going to say that actually Sawyer, we looked up. I was like, what's the meaning of her beautiful name? It means woodcutter. <laughs> yeah. I like, love that. Yeah. I really like boys' names that are girl because I don't think she's going to be a girly girl. But you she know, is. You know I like boy names for girls I know. because I have one. I'm not going to tell her she should be masculine or feminine, but oh, I'll yeah, tell you. Names shouldn't have genders. That's exactly it. Yeah. But I'm not very feminine, so she's going to need some help yeah. if she wants to be feminine. Yeah. Well, she has the internet, which we did not have. That's so true. So we were just like hoping for the best. Yeah. And I, now I don't care to look at stuff. Mm-mm. I'm just like, <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> I literally saw Out you put door. foundation on the back of your neck today. <laughs> Well, that's, I'm worried that people are going to notice I mismatched. It's a giant fear of mine. <laughs> Your hair's down. But sometimes. Oh. You never yeah. know. Could you imagine you flip your hair and it's just like glistening? <laughs> like, yes. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. Also, when I wear like shoulder cutoff shirts, yeah. I will put makeup on my shoulders. Really? I do. Hmm. I used to I'm gonna okay. start a YouTuber channel. <laughs> <laughs> My okay. I just thought makeup was makeup. Sure. I thought it was like everyone just wears the same shit. Oh, of course. Um now I will say that's mostly because for the longest time people don't have good shade ranges. They just are abysmal, honestly. But yeah. my I would sneak into my mom's room to put makeup on and my mom is significantly darker <laughs> than me. Like me and my family photos looks just jarring. And so I would put my mom's foundation on and she had um like a green color corrector. I had no idea what the fuck it was for, but yeah, I put it all like, over I'm my using face. This. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm like, well she uses it. I'm going to use it. But it was shaped like a lipstick. And so I'm like, where does this go? <laughs> I don't think I understand. Your daughter's going to have so, so many much more resources. more knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Truly. But if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. <gasps> Do you think she's going to have dark hair? I don't know. She what if be... she's a redhead? Well, then they're going to think she's mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's going to demand a DNA test. <laughs> you and Corey. When I, if you go out with Forrest, they're just like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And then me and Shane are out with my dark hair child. <laughs> and then you're like, mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think she'll probably have dark hair. I don't know how genetics work too much, yeah. but well, anything that I was taught about genetics, Carla Pry, <laughs> say full name, <laughs> was a lie. Really? Oh yeah, because look at you. I. Kn- <laughs> well, she always said I'm my compared fa- to you and your family. Well, that's what she said. She said like, my 
if if you have a, a B and a B, okay, I just learned about this. Uppercase, lowercase. Uppercase, lowercase. Okay, you've got dominant a, recessive, and the recessive is blonde, right? Yeah, and you have B B B B B B B B. You got to say capitals. Capital B, lowercase B. <laughs> no, capital B, capital B. Capital B, Are you really doing B. a pun square right now? <laughs> capital B, lowercase B. Yeah. B B lowercase. Yeah. All of them are brown haired mm-hmm. except for the blonde one. Yep. Not in our fucking family. So no. pun it me that. <laughs> pun it me that. I don't well, that's understand. What she always it. said she was like, your family doesn't make a damn bit of sense. <laughs> You're a phenomenon. And I'm like, phenomenon. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't I understand. I have redheaded sisters. I have brown haired sisters. I am a black haired sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> to your sisters. To my sisters. Yes. <laughs> Sweet I'm, Lord. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> and then my, I have a blonde sister. Yeah. So like, where do they come from? Yeah. Well, they do have different God, moms. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that could be. But um, you were still. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Like Mystery. An- yeah, for sure. I thought I was with Shane. Say, maybe you have a different mom. <laughs> How would that work? No, she she likes to remind me. Because I can't say that it's that your dad. That her C-section scar is because of me. Because so. you look just like your dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. If you cover my nose up, I look like my mom. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. I think I see it. Yeah. I've looked at my myself in the face sometimes. <laughs> I've, I've seen my cousin on my mom's side. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Allison, is that you? And she's like. I'm I'm in DC making way more money than you, so please don't bring me into your podcast. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, so um, oh my gosh, your mom listens. So Aunt Patty, hello. Anyway, she just joined our Facebook group. She did. She did. She's on our Fangents group. Cute. Ladies of Fangents, go join it. (laughs) See her plugs in everyone, and every time, every time we get we get so many more people coming. I love it. Um, one of the things we did want to talk about was parenting styles that yeah. are going to be different this time. Did you put up a Q&A or no? We didn't. No. We're not doing that. Ah, fuck it. No, 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 no. We're going to do a Q&A as like an exclusive episode. Oh, cool, We're, you and cool. I are just shooting the shit. Awesome. Love that. <laughs> I think we can do it. We've already yeah. done half the time and we've <laughs> talked about almost nothing. <laughs> yeah. We've announced that you're having a girl. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> and we did the whole girl girl thing. You remember? That was cool too. Yeah. Okay. We, we really gave you guys a genetics lesson uh-huh. like quickly. Yes. So again, we gave you welcome. the most important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm so aware of how our toes are touching. <laughs> I know. I don't know if you guys can tell, but there's very little space for our limbs in this bathtub. So our toes are <laughs> curled on each other. <laughs> Oh, this is the episode we told them would be coming of us sitting in. This is my medieval filth cauldron. Oh, we also just got bath bombs for that. They're called F bombs. Yes, thank, so thank you. Thank you. I think you probably sent it to us a long time ago. Um, but the PO, the post office really fucked up our shit. <laughs> they don't like us because no. whenever we want to open our PO box, they were like, "Are you sure you need one this big?" And we're like, "I don't. We don't fucking know." Actually, yeah, we we're might. Just, we might not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then every time we go, they're like, "It's a parcel on the back. It didn't fit in your PO box." And we're like, "Oh, I guess mm, we maybe we should have got a bigger own. package." <laughs> <laughs> A bigger box. <laughs> My box for is... For your big packages. <laughs> My box is just right for your big package. Don't you worry. <laughs> anyway. Mine is too small. <laughs> so, My box is just right. It's <laughs> <laughs> Goldilocks and the three bears and shit. Goldilocks and the three boxes. 
Uh, okay. Anyway. Or the three packages. <laughs> Goldie so. box. <laughs> <laughs> the three packages. I bet that's important. For sure. Amazing. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I know you're <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Anyway. Parenting styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my parenting style is just wing it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, like, wondering if I'm even in this. Anyway, it's fine. Oh, what if you're not in the shot oh, no. at all? It's <laughs> just my nose. That's the only thing that makes it in. That would make the most sense ever. Anyway. Um, so I'm crying off all my makeup. <laughs> the back of your neck still looks fine, so don't worry. The back of your neck is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so parenting styles. We wanted to mention this. Here's the thing. When I said I was concussed last week, I I was that was not a joke. Yeah, for real. I looked at her after we were done recording and I'm like, I think I'm going to pass out. I, there's I didn't I missed Leave. everything you said. Get out. Yeah. I was like, okay, goodbye. There were thoughts that I could not grasp for the life of me. And it had nothing to do with the vaccine because I was totally fine before yeah. I got hit by the the thing. Giant metal rod. <laughs> yes. yes. Before my Goldie box got hit with that big package. <laughs> um, but one of the things we wanted to talk about with cognitive dissonance is parenting. Yes. Because there's so many things um, that society tells you. <laughs> you guys know how we feel about what society tells you. Mm. But there's so many things that like when you grow up or like. Um, they label new parenting styles as like crunchy mom or or like um, good luck with that kid. He's gonna be so entitled and he's yes. gonna be a brat. And blah 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 blah. Yep. Yeah. Which is funny because my kid has turned out like incredible. Yeah. So I don't understand. Like, right. I and I'll say my Ollie is gonna be three in December, so we still have a ways to go. But anyway, he's like two and a half. <laughs> Said to somebody the other day, Noah's almost ten. Well, in February, <laughs> next year, fucking close. Yes. <laughs> like, not, not, like I need to round up. There. I need to round it up. Um, but he's never been in timeout. Oh, he's never been in timeout. He's mm -hmm. never like. Um, I'm trying to think of what other discipline things are. But here's spanked. The, well, I'm not going to say he hasn't been spanked. But what I will say is I think there's a difference between spanking and, like, Hitting? swatting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was just talking to someone about this the other day. <laughs> Punching? You don't want to punch your child. No. But what I mean is, like... Me neither. Um, One time he was, like, roundhouse kicking me while I was trying to change his diaper, uh -huh. and I swatted his butt. And yeah, I yeah. immediately regretted it yeah because it was reactionary yeah to me that being reactionary which still was not okay yeah. i'm not i'm not at all condoning it is different than me saying go put your hands on the wall i'm gonna smack your ass <laughs> i'm gonna go get the spoon you stand there until i get back because the it's belt if yes. you have to use a weapon on your child, you're if that's abuse. Sorry. Well, and that's that's where cognitive dissonance comes in. Yes. Is that you have to tell yourself, 
I'm I'm doing them. I am beating one <laughs> child for their own good. Yes. And this is not us comparing it to spanking because we feel like it. we're crunchy moms. This is science. Yeah, like there you can't proof. beat your children. This was an example you said in your class. It was. He, that's what he literally was using the biggest example that, that parents will say. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes start clean with clorox because clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because yeah, the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. 
If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. <laughs> flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons, so they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. <laughs> yes, It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flexflexfits.com slash tangents. You know, well, that's what was done to me, so that's why I do it, even mm -hmm. knowing that maybe how they felt when right. they were getting spanked mm -hmm. the tear and then they'll say like oh i grew up i grew up fine and that's did a you? that's a dissonance you have to tell yourself that you did grow up fine because mm -hmm. if you don't then you have to say i didn't grow up fine and it's because my parents hit me yeah i mean and it, again there's a difference between spanking but if you're using a weapon on your child that mm -hmm. is abuse that is literally labeled abuse right at, like if you would go to um what's it called cps mm -hmm. So don't yell at me. That's them. <laughs> and if you have to do it, ask yourself why. Why yeah. Why do you think that um, if you don't want your child to hit other people, why would you hit your child to teach that lesson? Yeah. And this is a hard conversation. Like it this is. is. Because I grew up. I spanked Noah. I'll say that yeah. right now. And I grew up getting spanked. I grew up getting spanked. And I thought it was like, this is how you learn how to respect authority. Mm -hmm. This is. But something that we realized we really went from like jokey jokey ha-has to like fucking <laughs> let's ha let's break down your trauma i'm so sorry um but you have to realize that like when you do something you are always teaching mm -hmm. and so like when i um get overstimulated and i yell i used to feel really really guilty about it mm -hmm. And after I would always go to Ollie and be like, I'm really sorry. I lost my temper. I should have taken a deep breath. I should have walked away. I, I, I got overwhelmed. And I told Barbara about it. And I'm like, I just feel like every time I do that, I'm just saying I'm sorry, but I'm having a hard time changing the behavior. So I, I'm afraid my sorry is not going to mean anything. Right. And she's like, but you're teaching him that it's okay to, to have up. feelings. Yeah. That it's okay to not be perfect yeah. or have it figured out. You're giving him examples of what to do and you are showing him how to apologize when you do something you don't want to do. So that is important. You're still teaching something in that. When 
if I were someone who spanked Mm -hmm. and I spanked him, what I taught him was you're bad. And when you're bad, you get hit. And if someone else is bad, it's okay for you to hit them. Exactly. Exactly. It's hard when you. Because then it's if a a parent comes up to you and they're like, your kid hit my kid in class. How do you punish your child then? Do you hit them again? Because it's not sending a very clear message. Right. And children are so impressionable. They are learning so much. It might not seem like a lot, but they are absorbing everything. And your message is getting confused. It's getting lost in the mess. I just watched a TikToker. um, I think her name's Destiny Ann. Mm -hmm. She was so amazing, but she says that your message gets lost in that mess when mm-hmm. you do that. And kids are smart enough. They understand the message, but you can't get it lost in the mess. Right. And the thing is, like, like I said before, you ha- think of a kid like an alien from a new planet that you're trying to teach how to engage with the world. And if you model when I'm angry, I can hit. Yeah. Or when someone is bad, I can hit. You are giving them permission to then do that yep. themselves. Or when you hit them when they're bad, you tell them they're unworthy of your love in that moment, yep. that they um, deserve to be harmed in that moment. So even you're if you don't te- realize you're it. You're teaching your child, if you do bad things, you deserve to get hurt. Yes. In return, yes. which is crazy. Because it, think, if it you break it down, like it doesn't seem like that. But then if you break it down and you look at like a pattern, then like I can mm-hmm. use myself as an example. That's why I made so many excuses when mm-hmm. I was with somebody who hurt me right. because I was, quote unquote, doing bad things. It was like maybe I wasn't at the time thinking like, oh, this is just like getting spanked. Yeah. But honestly, it was just like, well, that's what this I mean. is what happens. And that's what I mean. This by is normal. When you're. When the foundation is cracked from the beginning, mm-hmm. it makes sense that you have issues later on. Yeah. Or when a seed is planted, it makes sense that that's what grows later on. Will you do me a favor and open up our YouTube? Yeah. We had two people make comments <gasps> about cognitive dissonance uh-huh. that I want to read because it goes along with this. And I thought that they were both amazing and important to know. Yes. Okay. So this is from Amber Ect. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your last name wrong. Um, Super significant add-on. This concept also applies to why people who have had traumatic experiences conclude that they were the problem or that something must be wrong with them rather than putting blame on the abuser. Yes. People who have faced trauma have difficulty coping with the idea that someone did something terrible for no justifiable reason. So the victim is left deducing that they must have been the problem. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean when I say kids are aliens from other planets. They don't know why you're hitting them. So the only thing they can toddlers yeah if you're hitting toddlers they can't their their logic and reasoning is not the same right. as an adult they're not putting together why you're hitting them they right do not get it and a lot of times it's developmental that you just have to wait for them to grow out of and help them process in the moment yeah and you have to use your skills as an adult to read just use your patience and walk away if you need to, which is very, very, very hard. Yeah. Especially when you were taught someone hurts you, you hurt them back. Yes. Someone disrespects you, you put them in their place. Yes. Especially when you're the adult. Cause when you're the adult, you get to make the rules, mm-hmm. which sucks. It sucks when you're, you're the parent and society has told you, you know, there's the whole, my house, my rules. Yeah. When you're an adult, you get to do these things. And until then it's my way. And 
when you're an adult and you're like, actually, that's not super beneficial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never get that. You didn't listen to me or you didn't see where I was coming from yeah. at all. It was just like immediately shut down as right. I'm the adult. I know better. And maybe you or do because I said so. Yeah. And that's fine. If you think you know you better. You do have a lot more experience, so you might, but also you weren't shutting down any opportunity to learn from your child. Right. Or, or to open an honest conversation, have Or to have your child understand why. Yes. Because I said so is not, it's vague. I've never used that with Noah, ever. It doesn't help anyone understand what's going on, and so it leaves room for them to kind of try and draw their own conclusions. And Which they don't do well. <laughs> right. All, the, all they know is that, I guess I'm just bad. Yeah. And when that is the train of thought over and over and over again, that's how those voices as adults get so loud telling you you're bad. It's because it was planted when you were a kid. Right. And, I mean... This This is, I've had talks with my mom where I've said like, hey, this specific situation, this is what I felt at that time. And and she was like, I had no idea you felt that way. You never talked to me about it, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, well, there was no, yeah, there was no um, area for communication there. Yes. There was no, it didn't matter what my thought was because it was your way or the highway. And it wasn't necessarily her, but it was the figure in the house that was like, my house, my rules. Well, I think this is the was, way we do things. It was just any adult because yeah. it was like, this is how you treat your That's teachers. This is how you treat us. your yeah. elders, essentially. But then the problem is when we're adults and we're almost 30, that still applies. And yep. it's like, when do I get to be the adult then? When, when do you get to hear me out? Yes. When can you start listening to what I have to say? Because I am a very intelligent and wise. But not, I mean, yeah, girl, go yeah, off. I'm freaking intelligent and I know what I'm fucking talking about. Yes. And we went to college while well, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> You went once. I did a semester <laughs> and a half. Um, but yeah, those things leave no room for growth and understanding. Uh-uh. And um, that's why it, it can be hard for them to go back and realize maybe this wasn't the right way to go about it. Um, she finished by saying people have difficulty living in a world where terrible things happen for no justifiable reasons. So they add a justifiable reason such as something is bad about me or I am bad to keep from having to live in such a world. When I was in that situation, trigger warning again, Mm -hmm. but um, I remember the first time that it escalated to like a point of being physical was because I went through his phone and he woke up and caught me and he grabbed his phone away from me and then shoved me with all of his every force into a closet that had baskets in it. So it fucking hurt my ass so bad. I mean, I like one of the baskets broke and went straight. It's like jab through, right? The budget. It was terrible. Leave it to you to make that a funny thing. <laughs> I have to. Um, but I could see you were getting sad. <laughs> I don't know what you do. Yeah. But um, yeah. So in that moment, I justified like, Okay, don't go through his phone anymore. Even yeah. though he was fucking cheating on me. That's what right. I found in the phone. And so in that moment, I was in the right. Like, yeah. you shouldn't go through people's phone if you trust say, them. You, you had to have cognitive dissonance to justify why you went through his phone. Yeah. And I knew that, but I had a reason to. Yeah. And so when I found it, I was like, oh, what's up? And then I got a little mouthy. And then that's when... <laughs> And it turned it into that situation into this is your fault. You caused this. If you wouldn't have looked through my phone, you wouldn't be on the fucking floor right now. Yeah. That's your fault. Right. Learn your place. Yeah. And it's like, my place is in the fucking bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) And out of your life, bitch. Um, There was another comment um, from Allie Forsyth. I'm going to skip to uh, the bottom portion of it um, because she talks about therapy. 
And she said, once you learn about cognitive dissonance, particularly in therapy settings, you can begin to recognize the rationalizations rationalizations. Yep. Okay. You make in your own mind. One thing I love that we use as therapists, um, she's in, uh, her, she's getting her master's for clinical health psychology. Go girl. Um, is motivational interviewing. And it deals with this exact topic. While we as therapists cannot solve your dissonance for you, motivational interviewing helps us get to you to recognize the different ways you feel about a certain subject, allowing you to see yourself straddling two sides of an argument and then come to your own conclusions about next steps. Sure. So she suggested a follow-up topic with that, which is really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, So... I wish I knew as much as she did about it. Well, no. And and I think that that's awesome that we can open up a conversation and have people who do have experience or do have a different insight on it can share it with us. And then we can share that with you. That's yeah. that's all. That's what we want for our that's community. We, when we thought about having a big platform, this is the reason why. It yeah. Because we, we've never claimed to know everything. No. We just want to start conversation. And yes. we love when people... Um, join the conversation and add more to it and clarify things that we can share more with you guys. Yeah. And that was why we wanted to bring it up with parenting because I had to say to myself, there are things that happened to me growing up that I don't want to repeat. Yes. In, in, as a parent. And, and so, you can still in that moment say, I love my parents. Yes. And they did the best that they could with yes. everything. They thought that they were doing the right thing. And Never, my mom will say all the time, we didn't have the resources yes. you guys have. We didn't know any yes. better. We were doing what we did because our parents did it right. to us. And that's that's always what I went back to is like, in order for me to think negatively about someone, I have to believe that their intent was to harm me. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that anyone's intent was to harm me. Mm-hmm. And... I believe that their intent was to teach me how to interact with people and how to respect people and how to carry myself in a way that was going to provide me with a safe, healthy, happy life. Yeah. I know that that's what they wanted. That's what every parent wants. Yeah. And my mom and dad, step parents, all of them, they I know that they wanted me to be respectable to authority figures. Yeah. But what that translated into was like, be um small yeah be small it yeah. really was and then it's not their fault but it definitely didn't help that i got then with multiple person after person who would like not all the time abuse me but at least manipulate me to the point yeah. where i thought that small. i was small yeah yeah which again is why i don't mind changing that because i never want my son or my daughter to right. feel i know <laughs> To feel small. I don't care if they say... Sorry, I can't stop cheesing thinking like... (laughs) But I don't care if somebody says, wow, she's got a mouth on her or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because if she looks at a guy who's trying to make her feel small at a party or something and tells him to go fuck himself and keeps herself safe in that moment, then I did my job. I could care less who she made feel uncomfortable in her life because as long as she is safe and Mm -hmm. nobody is harming her... Right. And she has the tools to mm-hmm. do that. And I think I, I think if our parents knew, they would want that for us too. Absolutely. 100%. They didn't know. Yeah, but and that's the thing. They didn't have this data. They didn't have this information, these resources. And so now that I do, I had a choice. Either choose to believe that what my parents did was the only right way for me to have my kids turn out to be respectful right. or 
change some things and see how that goes. Right. And I think what's hard um, and why we get so many eye rolls and people in mm-hmm. that generation is because they have to now shout out to my mom for real, because she admits constantly that she didn't do everything that she could have done, that she yeah. definitely could have done better, that she just didn't have the, I mean, she knows why. Yeah. And we've had multiple talks about it. So kudos to you, girlfriend. But I think it's hard. There's a dissonance there because you have yeah. to admit you didn't do everything perfectly. You have to admit that some of the hard things that your children went through might have been because of something you did. And that is the fucking hardest thing to admit. Yes. But I also think in admitting that they also have to admit that it was done to them as well, because it was most likely done by their parents. Because I've had conversations where it, it came to light that with my parents that was like, you know, I didn't get this from my mom and I want you to have it. And now I realize like I need to be doing these things in order to strengthen our relationship or make sure maintain a healthier relationship. And, that's huge. It is. You and I going through this as young parents is hard. Imagine doing it when we're twice our age. Right. That's the whole like can't teach old dogs new tricks. Right. Things. It's not it's not impossible, but it is very hard to unlearn and behaviors. Again, to to humble yourself enough to admit yes. you don't know it all. Yes. You didn't do it all correctly. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to change. Change right. is hard. Right. Admitting that you didn't do it correctly or that you didn't know everything right. is hard. Or that you didn't do I don't know I if correctly is the right word, but maybe didn't do it the way that you wanted. Yeah. Well, I've done the same thing with Noah. Yeah. There, like I said, my parenting is going to be very different with this baby than it was with Noah. Yeah. And I feel already so guilty about that. But I can't just not give this baby what she deserves because I can't. Right. Because I feel bad that I didn't have that for Noah. Right. I learned more. So, mm-hmm. of course, she's going to get but better. But you have given Noah what you planned to give her. You, It's not Just that, later on in life. It yeah, wasn't like when he was yeah. a toddler. It was when you learned it. That's true. It was, hey. He learned it with me. Exactly. And that's exactly. important, too. And you changed when you got the information. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important part is what you do once you learn. Yeah. Once you have the information presented to you. What do you do then? Well, that's what I want. I just wanted to say that because I know how hard it is. I know that feeling of being like, oh, yeah. when somebody says like, oh, this is the way that I do it because studies show this. Mm-hmm. And then you you feel that tightening in your chest like, fuck, I've been doing that to my kid for four years or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, it makes you feel bad, but also – you got to change it. You have yeah. to. But what I'm saying is I think for people who don't want to feel that badness, that dissonance happens and then they justify, well, I'm just going to keep going because I, right. because I, I turned out fine. <laughs> acknowledge that that is bad because I've been doing it. Right. Right. That's hard. Yeah. You feel comfy? Yeah. You got your comfy pants on? Oh my God. No, I have my, my, turkey, my, my turkey pants on. <laughs> I got my turkey pants on. Because I just ordered a bunch of like... Um, maternity leggings mm-hmm. but some of them are so baggy in the belly mm-hmm. i just can't wear them yet mm-hmm. they're very uncomfortable feel that. so i did want to ask you what you want to do different now okay so a couple things um obviously i don't really want to do the spanking so yeah. much um and then i just yelled a lot at noah mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was a I toddler yell. yeah no but i did it at, like <laughs> <laughs> not in a, an okay way like um I don't know. I think I just 
would tell him if I was being overstimulated, I would tell him to be quiet mm-hmm. all the time. And yeah, I but that was understand. probably because you didn't understand that you were feeling anxious. That's exactly what it was. And I was just like, why are you making so much noise? And yeah. now I'm like, they have to. Yeah. It's literally how they learn. Yeah. You can't have, if you want to have children, you have to expect them to be loud, to make yeah. noise. That's how they grow. That's how they learn. Um, doesn't make it easy. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's very hard, especially because I know that a lot of people in our audience, um, suffer from ADHD or well I did buy myself those noise canceling headphones oh, the, the, because um, I'm going to need them they're not totally canceling no, they're you, dampening, they, yeah, dampening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So just like, sensory I know that a lot of our audience uh, is triggered by a lot of sensory things I don't know if I can deal with a baby yeah cry into my ears for that long so I'm like newborn cries are not as bad no they're not but no they're not yeah. I think it's when it's like whining mm-hmm. I'm always like why are you whining <laughs> stop my my issue is that ollie repeats himself a lot and i know it's partly <laughs> because i just check out yes and and it's because he knows that he needs to say it 40 times before i hear yep. him but sometimes i just it he starts going so quickly that by the time i check back in he said it three times and i'm like yo that's a lot of times so in that moment with no i would be like i heard you and mm-hmm. snap like that yeah. and i'm gonna really try to not yeah <laughs> because that was my problem before um there's not really enough. i think i'm going to i i didn't um realize how much noah could do when he was younger so i did a lot for him because mm-hmm. i was just like he's You're a, baby. a baby yeah but he was five <laughs> <laughs> so like so now that you see ollie unloading the dishwasher too yes! you're like <laughs> and we're like dressing himself yeah. like noah was like in kindergarten before he started like dressing himself and even then i was still helping him ollie out. will put a sock on and then he throws both <laughs> hands in the air like he's like, on a roller coaster and he goes did it <laughs> Love that. So cute. So I think I just have to, I'm going to really work on myself having more patience Mm -hmm. and like letting them figure things out because I don't think I did that with Noah as much. I never had patience. We were always on the go, but I was also always late to like a job or something. I was always late to something when Noah was a baby. You were living in a very high stress situation. I was. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time. So uh, we've not talked about like maslow's hierarchy of need but will. you you were not in a safe environment I so like the likelihood the, of you reaching any kind of settled mm-hmm. the bottom is like security home yeah, yeah. right and mm-hmm. that was crumbled so yeah. it was like there was never going to be yeah. and i couldn't give that to him then right um i don't know what else i think i just want to well i know that you've mentioned before that um you're very anxious yeah and like when Ollie does certain things, you like get really, are you, how I do you have to not look at him when he does? I know. But then it's hard because you have to watch. Yeah. So I'm going to, tr- I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to really try. I'll tell you. To in just the beginning, let her figure things out. Well, I don't be- think she'll be as crazy as Noah was. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's it. We'll I've, I've had little sisters. She is going to have, she's part Corey. Oh, fuck. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, all of my sisters were like so much more content sitting and playing with Barbies. Yeah. Noah was like, I have to fucking move before yeah. I gotta go places. And that's my boys. Yeah. And I was yeah. always like, but you're you're clumsy. Yep. Noah was a doppy. <laughs> oh, uh, Forrest is pulling himself up on things now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just, I'll go pee and I'll come back and he's standing on, like, not on top of the ottoman, <laughs> but like he's using the ottoman to prop himself up. Standing. And then Ollie is like, I would like to get down off the couch directly where you are. And just like freaking lays him out. <laughs> someone, brothers. Someone sent me a uh, like a backpack with a like a head cushion. 
And I was like, Ollie will just continue to tackle him every single day now that he knows he's got padding. That's so funny. That's not safe Does, at all. Do you have that for him? No. Oh, no, no, no. you don't put it on him? I don't have it. Oh, I didn't know if you, okay. No, oh, sent it is like a text. Oh, God, I got no, it. I was like, she wasn't like, um, you need this. Here, take this. Delivered it, no. Um, no. I also think it's going to be exciting because Noah's going to be a big helper. Oh, that's something that you he's don't such have. Such a good helper. Yeah, you have two that you have to watch. It's a constantly. nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> yeah, credit. Um, yeah, as I told Shane, now that they're both mobile, I am on. It is survival mode I all the time. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I could not imagine. And because I don't sweep very often, and, and Mosby <sighs> sheds a lot, and Ollie keeps bringing sand in the house. <laughs> there's just like strawberry chunks covered in dirt that Forrest <laughs> keeps almost choking on daily. And you're like, why? How'd I've you get cleaned that? up that same strawberry seven times. Where is it? Why is it reappearing? <laughs> Ollie's just bringing him things to choke. Yes, on. he like goes out, dips it in the sandbox, brings it back in. And he's like, see what mom does with this. <laughs> Yeah, so that's going to be – I think I'm going to enjoy having him to like, hey, I'm going to go take a shower. Can you make sure this one doesn't die? Yeah. <laughs> you what got a blessing. this, bud. I know. I, yeah. Well, that's what I was for my yeah. – my dad – well, I was like almost 12. But my dad would be like, I'm going to run to the gas station. I'll be back. And wow. Like, yeah. But she was asleep. I've thought about doing that. I've not. I've, I've seen <laughs> – but I'm like, I just – I would be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it. They're napping. Oh yeah, they're fine. Yeah. No, if they're napping, Mosby, I mean, keep an eye on them. Okay, just take your baby monitor. <laughs> Could you imagine if the baby monitor like made it to the circle case? You're like, wow, this is impressive. Are yeah. they awake? Oh god, I have ten minutes before yeah. I get back home. What could happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't uh, think I'll leave the house, but like yeah. I can at least feel comfortable showering because like that made me. I would think I was such a helicopter mom because I. I was like the only one there yeah. a lot of yeah. the time or like the only one in charge of his safety. Mm-hmm. So like knowing I have a wider net of people, I yeah. think is going to alleviate my anxiety as oh, well. Yeah. And I hope that um, you can just come over here and we can have play dates. I can't wait to just bring in and have them play mm-hmm. and be like, goodbye. <laughs> I, I feel like I am just almost to the point where Forrest once he starts walking, I feel like my life is going to be a little bit easier because then Ollie might just play with yes, each other. Oh, yes. that'll be Ollie nice. might care to play with him. Yeah. Um, now oh, he's just like <laughs> yes. punting him around. Right now he's like, why don't you do anything, yeah. you weird baby? You're so just like laying there. <laughs> yeah. We're standing there in well, my Well, I'll way. put him in his jumper, you know, the one that concussed me, <laughs> and Ollie will like help him jump, but Uh-oh. he's not helping him. He yep. just like... <laughs> shakes it yes shakes a baby but forrest laughs so yeah. i'm like i i'm gonna i'll allow it okay this seems aggressive <laughs> until he but... cries we're good yes yeah. yes oh oh well well that's all i have that's all i have too so i cheers. think i'm feeling movement are you could i <laughs> i don't know if you can it's all the way down oh, here oh okay everyone it's through watching my pants me. i think she stopped she, she was rolling. I'm so happy I could say that to you now. It was so hard. Oh, amazing. It was. <laughs> I know. I just tucked, in tucked your shirt in there. But um, yeah, it was so hard keeping it a secret because I kept wanting to say she, her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't. Yes. Oh, yes. That's amazing. Very um, exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. I know this was kind of like a chill episode, but. 
These are just, <laughs> it's our weekend. <laughs> Honestly, these are more like our real life conversations. Truly. Um, we d- just don't always do them in the bathtub. Sometimes we do. We I should. don't know. You know. Sometimes you do when you're Marco Poloing me. I'll be like in my bed and you're I like. I can't tell you how many people I have Marco Poloed <laughs> in the bathtub and they have almost seen so many things. I know. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the one time I accidentally sent my nipple to someone? <laughs> So you guys know what chiggers are? They are tiny, tiny bugs and they bite you and they like spit. Don't they like burrow in? They, no, they spit saliva in and the saliva deteriorates your skin. (gasps) Yes. So I got. They get real itchy, right? Oh yeah. But it like oozes because it's deteriorating your skin. So your skin is trying to heal. Anyway, I had it. All up like my forearm Mm -hmm. above my elbow. So I had gotten out of the shower. I got it during a photo shoot. It's one of my friends, um, Rachel, who's on the podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She texted me asking how it was. And I, she sent me a picture of hers. So I was sending her, not her nipple, her, her (laughs) chigger bites. And so I went to send a picture back and I held my arm up right out of the shower, took the photo, sent it, and she goes, oh, my God, that looks terrible. Is that your nipple? <laughs> Full nipple was out. I thought I had the angle <laughs> down. I did not. And I was like, yes, yes, it is. It is, yes. That is my nipple. <laughs> so for your pleasure. And it was a pregnancy nipple. So it was, <gasps> it had a life so of its own. big and puffy. <laughs> And a little bit yeah. like purple. <laughs> oh, okay. They're good. They're- Corey today was like, let me look at your belly because he likes to like every day. Yeah. I'm like, okay. That here. is a belly with a baby. Yep. yep. And he was like, what's that line? And oh. I'm like, oh, you the don't know. Negra? Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. know about the line? Well, here you go. He's like, how far down does it go? <laughs> it's like I'm a like, zipper. Will you stop? But yeah, I'm getting the line. I got it with Noah too. It's a hormonal thing, but I, I get the it. line. Yep. I get it. I had it and it was weird because it was straight. And then when when I gave birth and my and my stomach started to go back, it was crooked, and I was like, "What happened here? I'm confused." Yeah, very. Weird. I feel like I'm holding the mic like I when, I when I sang the national anthem. Oh my gosh, have I ever told you that? Did you just get excited like I, I was going to sing the national anthem? Oh, I don't know. I no. was just really excited for the story. Um, I one of my stress dreams is someone asking me to sing, and I don't know what song to sing oh no i just like can't pick a song and then they're all just staring at me and i was like i don't i don't know what my go-to song is that happened today i was at a shoot um like in in real life yes so i was (laughs) i was i was on a shoot rachel just opened a studio in akron it's called gather um works gather studio and workspace or workspace and studio i'm sorry rachel i'm a fake friend <laughs> um i just call it gather anyway she had like a, a shootout to get content to like put it out there that she's now booking and seriously it's amazing please go there I- i'm not just saying that like i want to book it. yeah <laughs> anyway oh that's where i'm gonna go do my vow renew anyway back to the story <laughs> yay um we were in the staircase and we brought up Hamilton and I was like, oh my gosh, the acoustics in the staircase, who wants to sing with me? And they're like, Jerry can sing, sing us something. And I was like, um, <laughs> um, 
I don't know what to say. Who lives or dies? Who tells your story? Always. But, oh my God, what a great one. I, she looked at me and was like, satisfied. And I'm like, you want me to sing satisfied? That's so very fast. Yeah. I can't sing that. And they're like, how about burn? And I'm like, I can't remember any of the words to burn. And I just felt like I was on fire. Speaking of Hamilton. Did you pick a song? Because I need to know what it was if you did. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Oh, it was Take a Break. Oh, that's a good one. It is, but like, why would that be? No, I don't of all know. of them, I should have done like Dear the Theodosia. Indonesia. I know. I was say. <laughs> um, but I wanted to say Hamilton is one of my cognitive dissonances. Oh yeah, because I was talking to TKO and they were like, "Listen, I don't care how catchy it is, it's a." Freaking musical about slave owners. I don't yeah. care how many black people you have in it. And I'm like, but I like it. And I they know. were like, all right, I won't take it away from you. But like, just know. Just know that that's what it. Same and with I'm like, like ah. pop star. I, Chris Brown. Yes. I have Michael very Jackson. strong feelings about what he did. R. But Kelly. I can't. His songs are so catchy. I know. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I know. Cognitive dissonance. Yes. Um. Wow. How did we get here? I don't know. Oh, I did want to share one more thing. Okay. Um, so I have had a passion project. This does not include Sierra. This is just me talking now. Oh, like, but I showed you the video earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I've had a passion project um, for a long time. I, I told you guys I'm a photographer. And I became a photographer at the same time that I became um, a mom. And it's been really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And I have felt really lonely. And I have gone to workshops and I've tried to do online things. And and I have followed these educators. And what I found was that, like, they're not moms. And so a lot of the uh, business things that they were saying just don't work with my day. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized that also what was being portrayed as success online is not what success looks like for me. Right. So because I couldn't find anything that I felt um, would help me as a, a mom creative, creative mom, a photographer mom, um, I made one. Yay! So as of now, we just launched it two days ago. Um, you can go to Head and Heart Retreat on Instagram. Um, How exciting! Yeah, we, I created it with um, three of my friends. And Rachel, Mary, Megan. Um, Amazing. It's been, honestly, I know it's such a passion of mine to like be a photographer, take photos, but also be a mom. And sometimes I feel like I'm shit at both of them. Yeah. And it's having, so hard to feel like you can't put your all into yeah. either. Yep. Because you have to share space with both. Mm -hmm. And having a community of people to be, to support me and help me navigate all of those struggles has been instrumental. And we just want to be a place to help other moms, um, photo video moms who do that as well. So anyway, Yay. um, we're having our retreat info to come. I don't know if we've at this point announced the dates or anything, uh, but be on the lookout for that. If you are, cause I know a few of you are photographers who have contacted me. I don't know if you have children or not, but if you do, we are going to be opening up eight spots. So Yay! that's so exciting. Thanks. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. I can't I wait to hear all about it when you do it. I just can't wait. Okay. Well, that's the, that on mother's day, the mother's <laughs> day special kid free and none of our kids woke up. High five. Well, all right. mine's <laughs> oh, she's having up. a party. <laughs> she's up. <laughs> but, yes. Uh, uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye.
The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.